0: Today is March 26, 2023. This is the Dual Assessment, your podcast for Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel links. My name is Green Ranger. This will be a short episode this week with only one topic. Oh, variations on one topic, and that's Z1. We finally get this character. There's the event, raid dual event, first one with Z1, I believe. And at the same time, an acquisition event. So we get his level up rewards. And dual skills, so it'll all be about Z1 this week. One for Z1. So, just as a reminder, you get this podcast anywhere. Search your podcast, search Duel Links Podcast, Dual Assessment Podcast, and you will find it. All of the old episodes are available on the WordPress archives, the dualassessment.wordpress.com. My week. Um, this is the penultimate week before I go off to japan, so um yeah, just getting stuff ready for that um see Duel links i i I failed to get three of a card, so it's something that that always um eats at me a little bit, but I don't really care. it wasn't a good card anyways uh, I got z one already uh this week um but yeah, I started buying the selection box because the, the, I realized I was available again. So they have the selection boxes with some of those really good um, limit 3 cards. So that's worth doing if you're running... I got my gems. were just going to expire while I was in Japan. So I figured I might as well spend the gems. Same goes for uh, Master Duels. Um, I think some of those selection boxes are going away soon. The ones with the limited... Uh arts, so uh I might have to tap into that before those go away, but in master duels, I have been doing the duels cup to little success i think i'm I'm still in the first stage d l v eighteen um I put in a few hours to, like like maybe an hour tonight. It's still probably not gonna be enough to get me over, but we'll see. I've just been doing pendulum magician um I think it's just a matter of putting in the games in it's not like I'm losing. Um, all the games over there but um, yeah just uh, low commitment dueling nowadays let's get to esports this week Um, I go in order of these tournaments when they happened dueling Grand Prix 16 from Grand Harrier Uh, overwhelming number of uh, Phantom Knights are showing up but you know when you get to the top 32 it's more diverse even heroes, um heroes taking six of the top thirty-two to the Phantom Knights eight, and then there's slices of everyone. Dark magicians showing up quite a bit with some reinforcements from that that structured deck. Um, yeah, just a whole bunch of stuff uh, showing up in the top thirty-two. So that's always nice. First place, Aaron. Tie that binds Mech Lords. This is a pure uh, Mech Lord deck. Mech Knight, not Mech Lord. So, tie that binds old skill. Three copies of Mech Knight Purple Nightfall. One copy of the uh, Limit 3 Mech Knight Blue Sky. One Mech Knight Indigo Eclipse. One Mech Knight Red Moon. Three swap cleric and Mech Knight Avram. Uh, two copies of World Legacy's Memory, which is also Limited 3. We have a copy of World Legacy's Secret. Three copies of Book of Moon. One Ring of Destruction. And three Paleozoic Canadian. Second place. Vodka for free. Lab Builder. World Legacy Spellbook. So this is... Um, I'm guessing the Lab Builder... Um, you know, it gives you a stall option. But it also gives you a monster that you can use for Link Summoning. So that's something... you can Let's see how this deck works. There's Spellbook components. One Spellbook Magician of Prophecy, a.k.a. Blue Boy. And then some Spellbooks. We have Spellbook of Knowledge, which is a limit one. We have Spellbook of Secrets. We have Spellbook of Fate. And Spellbook of the Master. So that is it for the Spellbooks. And now the World Legacy piece, World Chalice Guard Dragon, who is um, an early version of Imduck. Three copies of World Legacy World Chalice this is a level five. And three copies of Lee, the World Chalice Fairy, which is Um the Corrupter of Ibly, I think. So um what other cards here? One copy of Mind Control, so limit three from the selection box. World Legacy Succession. You have and then the rest are tech cards. Three copies of Book of Moon, three Forbidden Chalice. Extra deck, we have 1 Borolode Dragon, 1 Firewall Dragon, 1 Nightmare Unicorn, 1 Nanjurisu, the World Chalice Warrior, 1 Security Dragon, 1 Ib, the World Chalice Priestess, and 2 copies of Imduk, the World Chalice Dragon. I have no idea how this deck works. Now, these are always afterthoughts compared to the Knights, the World Legacy cards. But it's, a, it's definitely like a Link Summoning... Um, specialty deck for sure. And of course the um Spellbook of Fate is always known for being a non-target banished card. So that's always nice. Up for the kid, Master of Rights 2 Vendreds. So this is old style Vendreds with the uh, benefit of having some new ritual cards. Three copies of Revengred Slayer. One copy of Revengred Executor. Three copies of Vendred Battlelord. So those are all um, Ritual Monsters. We have three copies of Manju of the Ten Thousand Hands, which is the all-purpose, get your Ritual Card or Ritual Monster, Ritual Spell Tutor. One copy of Reve- Vendred Hound Horde. One copy of Vendred Striges. One Vendred Anima. One Vendred Core. So I guess this is some kind of toolbox where you can um, use them as different materials to so get off different effects. So, the Horde, you know, quick effect, target a spell or trap, banish it. Sturges is destroy a monster, draw a card. Anima is banish any monster destroyed by battle with the card. And then, Core, uh, your mo- your opponent cannot target the card of card effect. So, Core is definitely a very strong one, and you could just toolbox what you want to do. Uh, three copies of Revenge Red Origin, which is a ritual spell. And the force of field spell Re- Revendred Evolution, extra deck Borolo Dragon, Nightmare Unicorn, two copies of Avendred Savior, which is a very good uh, ritual card, Nightmare Cerberus, Vampire Sucker, another really good um, link card, Nightmare Phoenix, and Link Disciple. And top four Necrofear with Tie That Binds Mech Knight. So this is similar to the first deck we saw in terms of monsters, but it also contains the shadow-imprisoning mirror. Let's move on to the next one. Duel Links Potato, number three. First place, Viper. Treason Phantom, Phantom Knights. This is the typical deck that you're seeing. Three copies of Ancient Cloak, three copies of Ragged Gloves, three copies of Silent Boots. One copy of the Phantom Knights of Fragile Armor. I guess that's just Fragile Armor, the level 4. And two copies of Stained Greaves. One copy of Phantom Knights' Rank of Magic Launch, the special uh, box copy that you're guaranteed. One Ice Dragon Prison, two Crackdown, that's limit 3. One Phantom Knights Wing, three Book of Moon, and two Forbidden Chalice. Second place, K999P, Treason Phantom, Phantom Knights. Uh, Sim deck. As we, the one we just saw. Yeah, same exact to the T. Two players with the same exact deck going at it. Top 4. Uh, Josh Fishy G. Shangke, Shangsheng, uh Odd Eyes, Dragon. I feel like every time I mention this deck has a different name. Three copies of Odd Eye's Pendulum, Dragon. Two Performer Pal, Skull Bat Joker. Two Shankur Magician, Three Second Donkeys. One Noble Dragon Magician. One Shang, Shang Magician. One former Pal Adai's Minotaurus. One eyes Arc Pendulum Dragon. One Dragon Pulse Magician. Three copies of Spiral Flame Strike. Two Book of Moon and Econ. Up four, Samira. Code Talker Alive. Salaman Great, Code Talker. So this is... um Yeah, this is that deck. Uh Salaman Great Pieces. We have Salamangrate Gazelle. We have... Jack Jaguar, we have Foxy, Falco, Foul, and Mir. It's pretty minimalist there. Uh, Code Talkers, we're pretty much left with the two microcoders. Uh Lady Debug, all purpose cybers, Gizmet Kaku, which is a pretty good um, uh, like anti link type card. Two Signet Mining, two Signet Crosswipe, which are you know typical 2 Sign at Backdoor. All these are Cyber's cards, I guess. Salamangri Pieces, 3 Salamangri Circle, 1 Salamangri Sanctuary, and MST. And then the last one is the Battle Phase number 451 from Duel Links Entertainment. First place, Maher, Code Talker Alive. What is this deck? This is Mech Knight, Code Talker. Yeah, Mech Knight, Code Talker copies of purple nightfall one blue sky with no, none of the other limit threes uh the, that are mech Knights, one um red moon and then the rest are like code talker cards dotscaper we have two lady debug we have math mech addition backup secretary two microcoder math mech subtraction three sign mining sign crosswipe sign backdoor monster reborn and two ice dragons prison and some some kaiju's in the side deck, which is interesting. Second place, negative one, treason, phantom, phantom knights. Again, um, this this version I guess does not have the fragile armor, but at that point you still keep two copies of stained Greaves. You don't bump that up to three. That seems like the move there. Top four, Mary Chan. treason, phantom, phantom knights. Pretty much the same deck as the one we just saw from negative one. Of course, the uh, you know limit three pieces and you know Book of Moons and MSTs. That's going to vary. Forbidden Lances, all those cards kind of vary to your preference. That's how you build a deck. And top four Tempest, Tie That Binds, Mech Knights, Tie That Binds, Mech Knights is making a a comeback. You know, you just run these three: Purple Nightfall, one Blue Sky, one Indigo Eclipse, one Red Moon, three Swap Cleric, and Avram. That's really much the monsters. And you throw in World Legacy's Memory, two copies, World Legacy Secret, you mix in Palazzo, Canadia, Book of Moon, M S T. Oh, um, you know, Esports, I mean um power Ranking, sorry. First place Phantom Knights tier one twenty four point six. You know, it's it's at a it's at an okay power level right now. Nothing more needs to be done at the moment. Um Hope it kind of stays that way. I feel like the other decks are keeping it in check, though. Second place, Mech Knights at 13.4, still present quite a bit. With Salamangrates uh, mixed in with Code Talkers, 8.3. Tier 3, Gookie, fallen down to 5.5. Infernoids at 4.5. Road Dragons at 4.1. You know, there's like a lot of decks that are in the same boat. They're just not Tier 3, but, you know, they're just around. And it's still a very diverse meta, I believe. Alright, so, first thing is Z1, Last Survivor of Mankind, Z1. This is the ultimate final boss of 5Ds, I think. And, um, yeah, a lot of these characters we've gotten through the years, uh, like Goodwin, Aporia, Antimony, were all pawns of his, of, of, um, his ultimate plan. And from what I can tell, you, he's some guy in the future who is just in, like, a shell and can't move or whatever. But, you know, the ultimate uh, bad guy of 5Ds. And uh, we get this character. So, he's a Time Lord player, which, if you've played Master Duels, you know what Time Lords are. Um, yeah, let's just get to it. So, his... Event itself has two uh, Raid Duel, two new cards. and I'll just be going over cards and skills for the rest of this episode. Alright, so Sandion, the Time Lord. Light level 10 Fairy. 4,000, 4,000. Cannot be special summoned from the deck. You can only control one Sandion, the Time Lord. If your opponent controls a monster, you can normal summon this card without tributing. Cannot be destroyed by battle or card effects. Neither player takes battle damage from attacks involving this card. At the end of the battle phase, if this card battled, inflict 1,000 damage to your opponent. Once per turn during your standby phase, shuffle this back into the deck. So Time lords are usually like a burn deck. Um, This guy actually has 4,000 attack, but most of them don't have attack. And it doesn't matter because they don't do anything. Now this can all be negated if you run um, Forbidden Chalice, so... Forbidden Chalice can go into this guy. And he'll hit for 4,300. So. Something to consider. Um, this card is not immune to targets. So you can target it with that ability. Um, and there's different dual skills you can mix up with. That you can try to negate the skills of this guy. But yeah. It's just like a beater. Inflicts 1,000 damage for destroying a monster. Most guys are not going to withstand the 4,000 attack. Sure. Um, this is immune to, uh, card effect damage, but it still can be banished, though, so that's something you can move, use against these guys. Um, yeah, nice, nice little card. Uh, and the utility of actually having attack points comes in handy when you want to combo it with Forbidden Chalice. Michion the Time Lord. Fire, level 10, fairy, 0 attack, 0 defense. Cannot be special summoned from the deck. If you control no monsters, you can normal summon this card without tributing. Cannot be destroyed by battle card effects. You take no battle damage from attacks involving this card. At the end of the battle phase, if this card battled, have your opponent's life points. Once per turn during your standby phase, shuffle this card into the deck. This is one of the more popular time lords you see in Master Duels. He'll just battle and cut your opponent's life points to a half, which makes the job of the other Time Lords easier, so you can try to kill them uh, sooner than later. So, that's all it is. Um, This is less useful with the uh, Forbidden Chalice, unless you want to keep it on the board for the next turn. That's something you could do with all of the Forbidden Chalices on all the Time Lords. So, that's another consideration, but otherwise, this guy's good for cutting your opponent's life points in half. uh, Make things easier. Alright, so you uh, get... 2,300,000 2,300,000 2, points today, and you get to get this guy, so I, I did get him today. And Z1 comes with four rewards, all Time Lords, and um, seven different dual skills. So let's get to the rewards first. First one is Matayan. No, it's Amatayan. It's Rafion, the Time Lord. Wind level 10, fairy, zero attack, zero defense. Same things as the previous guys. Cannot be special summoned. If you have no monsters, you can normal summon this card. So it's the other ones were like if your opponent controls a monster and you don't, right? Right, so... Alright, so it's different. Sandion is if your opponent controls a monster, normal summon. The other ones are if you control no monsters. So, Michion's if you control no monsters. So, let's get back to it. Raphion, if you control no monsters, normal summon. Uh, cannot be destroyed by battle card effects. You take no battle damage. All right. At the end of the battle phase, if this card battles, inflict damage to your opponent equal to half the attack of a monster your opponent controls that battled this card this turn. Once per turn, during your standby phase, shuffle this back to the deck. This has one of the stronger burn effects. Like, you can attack the Moxer with a higher attack and inflict that damage half. So, that's nice. Um, one of the stronger burn abilities in the game, um, I expect to see this one more. Like You can use the previous guy, Mitch Hyon, to inflict half and then use this one to finish them off. So, um... Yeah, you can just target monsters with strong effects, I mean, strong attack points, and just inflict a lot of burn damage. Next one is Kameon, Kameon the Time Lord. Earth, level 10, Fairy, zero, 00. Cannot be special summoned from the deck. If you have no monsters, you can normal summon this card. Cannot be destroyed by battle or card effects. You take no battle damage from attacks involving this card. At the end of the battle phase, this card battled. Shuffle one card your opponent controls to the deck. Then inflict 250 damage to your opponent. Neither player can activate cards or effects in response. Uh, yeah. So this is a control card. Your your um sending a card back. So it could be a monster. It could be a spell or trap, and it can't be disrupted. So. Nice little control card, especially if it's a link monster, then they use a lot of resources to do it, so that's nice. Uh, Inflicts a little bit of burn, so if you're not trying to have control aspects from your monster's effects, then this card's not as useful. You can rely on spells and traps to do that instead, so um, less useful from a burn aspect for sure. Next one is Matai on the Time Lord. This is fire level 10 can be special summoned from the deck if you control no monsters you can normal summon this card without tributing can't be destroyed by battle or card effects you can take no battle damage from attacks involving this card um at the end of the battle phase if this card battled return as many monsters on the field as possible then inflict 150 burn damage to your opponent for each card returned then shuffle it back to the deck so this is another control card um just returning a bunch of monsters. Um, they can have a whole field monsters you can return all of them, so it's nice. Um, nice disruption there. This returns it to the hand, so they get to do it again. The previous card, Camion, lets you return to the deck. So returning to the deck is definitely stronger than um, returning to the hand. And again, this is like, not that much burn damage. 150 for each monster, so it's not a lot. Then the last one The Fi on the Time Lord. Water, level 10, Fairy, 00. zero. Can't be special summoned. If you control no monsters, you can normal summon. Cannot be stored by battle or card effects. You take no battle damage from attacks. At the end of the battle phase, if this card battled, shuffle all spells and traps your opponent controls into the deck. If this is sent from the field to the graveyard, you can draw a card, and then put it back in the deck. So this is the control card for spells and traps. It does no burn at all, and um, yeah, it sends all spells and traps back to deck. So I guess it's nice to put this in the deck. It's like your Hey Trunade version um, after your turn has ended, so it's not as good. If it's sent to the graveyard, you get to draw a card, so it's nice. Um, yeah. These guys are pretty boring. I don't I don't really get much out of these guys. I'm struggling through this uh short episode. <laughs> Alright, so some duel skills here. Let's go through these. And they have funny names. Uh emptiness transforms into the infinite. At the beginning of the duel, at a saphion. Sephylon the ultimate time lord to your deck in addition the following effect can be used once per turn or twice per duel send up to two cards in your hand to the graveyard send the same number of random level 10 fairies from the graveyard to the deck the skill can only be used if you begin a duel with a deck that only contains level 10 monsters so basically Sephylon the ultimate time lord is a card you don't have right now but it's a 4,000-4,000 who um, actually inflicts battle damage, so that's nice to have um, the ability to close out games with a monster that can actually do damage. Now, this card can actually get destroyed, though, so that's the downside. So it's just the beater. And uh, you could also special summon a monster uh, with 4,000 attacks. So this basically brings two 4,000 beaters to the board, they do not come with the same protections that the other Time Lords do, but they actually get to inflict battle damage, so maybe when you've exhausted your opponent, you can use them to close it out. And the problem is that Sophila needs 10 monsters in the graveyard, so the trick is trying to fill up your graveyard with 10 monsters, and this skill lets you do like 4, which is some, somewhere but still not 10, so you have to come up with a way to get 6 monsters in the graveyard, which kind of limits the skill, but in a way, this is a free-to-play skill. Alright, this is a better skill, I think, for that purpose. Empty, Infinite, and Infinite Light. Each of the following effects can be used once per duel. Send a card from your hand to the graveyard, then set an empty machine to your field from outside your deck. Second effect... Can be used during your next turn after one of your Empty Machine, Infinite Machine, and Infinite Light is removed from the field by your opponent. Reveal a Cephylon, the ultimate Time Lord, in your hand to your opponent. Send 10 Time Lords from outside your deck to the graveyard. Uh, This skill can only be used at the beginning of the duel if you begin a duel with a deck that has at least half monsters and no monsters other than Time Lords or Time Maiden, and has Infinite Machine or... And infinite light. There's a lot going on here. But basically this lets you send 10 time lords. From outside your deck to the graveyard. Which is good. Because you can get Sephylon onto the board. Now there are such stipulations. Um. Your opponent has to get rid of empty machine. Infinite machine and infinite light. Anyone. So you could just you know have all of them. And just hope your opponent destroys them. Um. That's kind of weird, but, you know, MST is everywhere, so it's a better situation than most. And then you get to, you know, dump 10 cards to the graveyard from outside your deck. So that's nice. But I think it would have been better to dump 10 cards from your own deck because that would kind of, like, you know, thin out the deck, but whatever. It is a it is a bit of an interesting skill, though, like getting 10 random time loads from outside the deck and putting them in. So that's nice. Um... I'm not sure about it's empty machine business, but, um, yeah. That's a better skill than the first one. Harsh Truth. Can be used before your normal draw each time your life points decrease by 1500. One of the cards you from your normal draw this turn will be a random Time Lord. This is Draw Sense Time Lord, which is an okay skill. Um, it's only if you're running a lot of spells and traps and you're going to brick, so... This guarantees that you get to draw a Time Lord, which is nice, but you don't get to pick the one you want. In a way, they all stall the same way, where they're not destroyed. Um, So, that's nice, uh, being able to draw, just draw a Time Lord when you need it. Infinite Power of the Time Lords. Play one Time Lord in your hand to the field and face up attack. This skill can be used once per turn if you control infinite light. This is a nice double summon ability. Because you get to summon a monster with the effect of the skill. And that prevents them from getting disrupted. So I think any other Timelord can get hit by a Floodgate. And this one can't. So this is all situational. You need that Field Spell. But once you have that Field Spell up. You can summon two Timelords a turn. And they can't get hit by card effects. Which is nice from the uh, Infinite uh, Machine. So um. Yeah, I think this is a decent skill just for just being able to put out two monsters. Maybe you can even play with rank 10 XZs. No hope in the future, only despair. That's the name of the skill. Once per turn, you can one of the following effects can be used. The skill can be used twice per duel. If you return cards in the graveyard with this skill, you cannot use the skill for the rest of the duel. Shuffle your opponent's deck is number one. Number two, reveal Lazeon, the Time Lord, in your hand to the opponent, then return three random cards in your opponent's graveyard to the deck. Lazeon's not in the game yet, nor is the Phylon, so they're coming in a future box, but shuffle your opponent's deck is only used for scry decks, so like a spellbook deck would use that library, that organizational library or whatever, which would rearrange the number of cards in the top of the deck. That's a rarely used um, skill, I feel like Emancipators do that too, but we do not have that yet in Duel Links, thank God. So, um, that's for that. But Otherwise, this has a stronger ability of sending three cards from your opponent's graveyard to the deck, which is basically Transmigration Prophecy plus a card, so if you need to use Transmigration Prophecy, that's, this is like a way to do it, but you could just run that card on your own, so you don't need to play Time Lords, but... Nonetheless, it's still a strong ability. Silent Time Lord. Can be used if you control a Time Lord monster. You cannot activate monster effects until the end of your next standby phase. I guess... This lets you prevent a bounce. Okay, so the Time Lords bounce themselves back to the deck during the next standby phase. So this kind of negates it. Okay, this is a nice... This is not... This is not the worst skill. I thought this was a completely pointless skill. But now I kind of see the point where it lets you keep a Time Lord on the board. Okay. Playable. Finally, Time Lord Booster. This is not playable. Select one Time Lord monster you control and increase its attack by its level times 200 until the end of the next turn. Until the end of the turn, sorry. During this turn, your opponent takes no battle damage from attacks involving the selected monster. This can be used once per turn, twice per duel. All timelines are level 10, so you get 2,000 attack. But they all, um, they all, like, don't do damage. So the whole point of this is to clear a monster. Your 4,000 beater should be able to clear them, but any of those zero attack ones can't. So basically, this lets you clear a monster. Um that's it. that's really it. you're not inflicting damage, so yeah, it's kind of like their attacks have to do something, and battle damage is always negated with these guys, so that didn't matter anyway, so not that useful in my opinion uh it's only if there's like, an Im- annoying monster you want to get rid of you can try to clear them, but then they could have over two thousand attacks, so then it can't so not not that good in my opinion that's it i think Z one is going to need uh there's going to be some kind of time lord box a mini box probably coming up soon so they'll include some of the cards that were mentioned and we do not have yet all right so um i think that's going to be it this week they don't have upcoming news yet for that so that'll be for next month so that is it um yeah short episode uh yep thanks for listening See you next time. Take care.